0: It's Saturday night, so you know what that means. We go through the final rundown of our player pool for the Doghouse Fantasy Football Write-Up Week 5. Let's go. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. You know, the guy who's nerdy enough to sit here on a Saturday night recording a DFS podcast. But it is what it is. That's the life I've chosen. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. Facebook, Dennis M. Roy. Of course, donations are welcome, and you can do that over on Venmo. Dennis-Roy-14. Over there. And then we also have PayPal Roydog underscore 13 at Yahoo.com. But any which way, uh, donations are appreciated but not necessary. I do this for free. You all know this. Been doing this for what four years now? Five this fifth season. Shit. So any which way. Uh, if you've gotten the right if you've gotten the article. If you've gotten the spreadsheet, you kind of know where we're going here, um, for the most part. Um, also, if you listen to the podcast, especially last night's podcast, whoa, whoop, whoo! I couldn't get out. I couldn't get out of doing the podcast quick enough before I went off the fucking rails. Being so fucking tired, I don't know. Listen, I don't know if Chris Carson is a wife beater or not. I don't even know if Chris Carter is. It is what it is. It came out of my mouth. At least I said, you know, that I don't support it. At least I didn't say, eh, fuck it. You know, kind of like Chiefs did with Tyreek Hill. Eh, fuck it. You break your kid's arm. Who gives a shit? Anywho, let's get into this. Let's get this done. I want to be able to hang out with my little one who uh, got her Halloween costume today. And uh, yeah, we're going to be doing some trick-or-treating here in a couple weeks. So that's going to be fun. Got some yard work done today this afternoon needed to get done. That is fantastic, but uh that's neither here nor there. Let's go. Quarterbacks in cash, Kyler Murray. 8300 over on FanDuel, 40 on Yahoo and 7200 over on DK. Uh the Yahoo price is a little high for me. Um but with the amount of value that we actually do have especially what we're doing with running backs and wide receivers this week um i think it's it's quite viable uh this is kind of a get right game for kyler this week against the new york jets uh 22nd and pass defense dvoa they are uh only allow they are eighth in points allowed to the position uh, but he hasn't even played his best football yet and I mean, he's pretty much he's scored three TDs in the last three games. He had two in the first one. He still, you know, really kind of racked it up with the yardage on the ground and stuff. So, um, he has already scored four rushing TDs this season. So this is kind of like the Lamar Jackson season right now from last year. Uh, just the wins aren't being produced uh, by the team. So, Jets are 25th. Um, the thing with the rushing TDs, okay, so the Jets are 25th of points allowed to the RB position, which is something that could shift over to Murray. Um, this is very much like what happened in week one when they were facing Josh Allen and the Bills uh, where he had a rushing TD. That was uh, the game, I believe, where he rushed the most, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you'd think I would remember this shit considering how much I go through it, but um, let me just go back here. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the target sheet. Uh, this is specifically the reason why I put the opponents that they faced. So, yeah, this is the game that Josh Allen has ran the most, like, by far. Um, so he had 14 rush attempts for 57 yards. Uh, had a touchdown, did have two fumbles, but that's neither here nor there. That's what happens, you know, uh, week to week. So this is definitely a team that the quarterback can run on. Um they did face the Dolphins. That was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick threw for 400 yards. Uh, or no, my bad. God damn it. Go back to the Jets, you stupid idiot. Um. So if we look at the teams that they faced, the Bills are the only ones where they faced actually a, a quarterback that will take off. Uh, they faced Jimmy G in week two. That's the one where he got hurt. Uh, he did run actually a little bit in that game. But um, then they had Phillip Rivers. And, uh, uh, God, that Brandon, it wasn't even Brandon Allen. Who the fuck was the kid? I don't even remember. He's that undrafted kid. Oh, uh, the, uh, he was, a, was a Washington's kid. Washington quarterback. Yeah. Brett Rippon. There we go. Uh, Brett Rippon actually tore this team apart. Um, even though he had three interceptions, he had 242 yards and two TDs before he was pulled, um, you know, for a little bit of Jeff Driscoll here. But, um, I mean, if if that kid could do it, you know, what could Kyler do against this defense? So I like him there. Like I said, Yahoo, maybe I'm probably going to come down a little bit. I don't want to spend $40 on a quarterback. That takes uh, about 20% of your budget right there. Deshaun Watson is next. Uh, seventy nine hundred on FanDuel, thirty on Yahoo, and sixty nine hundred on DK. Good for six, tenth, and six. So he's actually really good value on Yahoo. Um, if you want to save a little bit of salary, you can go down from Kyler Murray down to Deshaun Watson. Uh, they did fire uh, Bill O'Brien, who was trying to be you know Mister Everything. Uh, so I know there is some uncertainty here on what's going to happen. Uh, but I I just tr- I I trust in the player himself. I tr- I trust in Deshaun Watson. Uh faces a pass defense that is 32nd in DVOA and is 20th in points allowed to the QB position. Uh Watson has been coming on uh the last couple of weeks, ever since he was playing Pittsburgh. Um that's kind of the spark that I needed to see from him now. <sighs> It wasn't as pretty as I had hoped last week, but he did get the job done. And I think they're going to open up this offense a bit. I would like to see that, you know, Jordan Akins is going to be available at tight end. Uh, that's kind of his little boo um, there. But uh, he does have a couple uh, passing targets in Will Fuller and Randall Cobb that I like. And they are actually in the write-up. So I'm trying to get to... Okay. So I'm wondering if he's going to finally start taking off and running uh, with Jacksonville being 17th in rush DVOA um, and, and 26 in points allowed to the running back. That does open it up for a run, uh, quarterback that can run. So I'm taking a shot here uh, that Deshaun Watson might actually run one in while tossing for a couple. So uh, I do like Deshaun Watson. I have trust in his quarterback. I've trusted him for seasonal. So I like the matchup here. Okay. Uh, next on here we have one uh, Matthew Ryan for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, pull up the Atlanta chart here. Come on, stupid. So, Matt Ryan seventy seven hundred twenty nine dollars and sixty one hundred. Good for eighth, twelfth, and tenth. So he's actually really good. He's really good price over on. Um, DK especially um, faces a DVOA def- uh, pass defense of twenty six, uh, but they are not allowing a lot of points. Right, they're second in DVP at twelve point four and twelve point six. But we do know that the Atlanta offense tends to uh, work itself more off the arm of Matt Ryan than it does out of its running back, which you know could be either Todd Gurley or uh, Brian Hill. So. That's why I'm going to trust in Matt Ryan. Uh, Probably not going to have any Julio, but uh, that should be all right here. Uh, We do expect this game to shoot out. That's why I expect a back-and-forth affair in here. Both these teams aren't actually really good, Um, but Carolina will fight will fight uh, tooth and nail to try and get a win, which is what I like. So Matt Ryan definitely is in play if you don't have any trust in him move up to Watson, or go ahead and move down to Teddy Bridgewater, who is next. Um, But I wouldn't worry about what we saw against Green Bay. Green Bay, at times, can have a really good uh, pass defense, and they especially have Matt Ryan's number for whatever reason. So again, Teddy Bridgewater here, 7,100, 25, and 5,900, good for 14th, 17th, and 13th. So he is quite a value here. Uh, this is going to be a very, 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 very popular play. I'm just forewarning you. Um, you're going to have really high ownership here, uh, and generally we don't expect that out of a quarterback out of the quarterback position. Um, but this week, I mean, you you can expect anywhere from probably 15 to 20 percent, uh, if not more, uh, depending upon the contest that you're in. Uh, for one, Teddy Bridgewater. The reason being is because you know Atlanta's def- DVO- past defense DVOA is thirty first in the league, and they're also thirty second in the league in points allowed at thirty three and thirty five point five. So, I'm not saying he's a bad play, um, but and 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 you know when we look for our three X marks for. You know, we look for the 3x marks on FanDuel and DraftKings. I can't really, you know, determine what a 3x mark is for Yahoo based on how their salaries are structured. Um, But you're looking at saying to yourself, can he hit 21 points on FanDuel and hit 18 on DraftKings? I mean, that's really what you're looking for. And I believe that he can. Um I would probably tend to want to fade him in GPP. He would be the guy that I would, you know, focus on. If anything, I'd I'd go to the more to the Matt Ryan side, um, as far as you know the quarterback is concerned, right? So get a little bit lower ownership there uh, because people are kind of staying away because of that Green Bay game. But I think Teddy Bridgewater is good. Uh, he has been running. Uh, if you want some stats, the last couple of weeks from him i have those and from week one he was 22 of 34 for 270 yards and a touchdown uh four carries 26 yards on the ground 33 for 42 367 two interceptions no touchdowns no rushing attempts uh against the buccaneers uh first week was the raiders um chargers in week three so he was 22 of 28 for 235 yards and a touchdown uh two for 12 on the ground and then against the cardinals last week he was 26 of 37 for 276 two touchdowns and an interception uh, but he also had six carries for 32 yards and a touchdown uh in that matchup now that cardinals line is kind of more or less what i'm expecting if he can hit 300, that's great because you'll get the 300 yard bonus over on DK. Um, so that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. Um, like I said, I, I know he, I know he can hit that 21 and that 18. It's I'm trying to think if he can actually hit it a little bit higher. If he can get up in towards that like that 25 point value. So that would mean that you'd have to get a third touchdown in there least passing. Uh, so you'd have to have a total of four touchdowns and 300 yards. So you get the bonus on DK. So it kind of, you know, brings it up to where FanDuel is. So that in that regard, it kind of has me sitting back a little bit and going, well, you know, I'd probably rather take the upside in Matt Ryan, uh, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, if that's what I'm really looking for. So, just kind of keep that in mind when you're when you're putting your team together. Um, I know you. I, I know a lot of people like to pay up at uh, as many positions as humanly possible, but just kind of decide if whether or not maybe you're just going to pay up for a guy that can actually hit those marks. And that would be that would be the three that are above Teddy Bridgewater. But if you do play a Teddy Bridgewater, hey, I don't think it's a terrible play. Uh, GPP. We will we will look at Dak Prescott. Whether or not we're going to use him as another as another thing, right? Eighty seven hundred, thirty eight, and seventy four hundred. Good for third, third, and fourth at quarterback. So this kind of goes back to what I mentioned with Jared Goff uh, last week. Giants aren't that great against the pass, where they're twenty fourth in DVOA, um, but they are only six in points allowed to the quarterback position. Um. I don't think... Dak's going to be really popular. I don't know if Dak's going to be popular in cash. I know he's going to be really popular in GPP, though, which generally usually reflects that he will be popular in cash. Um, the thing of it is, is, I don't know if this game really shoots out. I'm kind of on the fence about it. Um, I've, I've mentioned this you know, a couple of times in the articles and uh, on the podcast. I mean, it makes complete sense... That it would shoot out when you look at the numbers and everything, but you have a team in the New York Giants that has not been getting it done this season. So whether or not they can suit, so this doesn't become a an actual Zeke Elliott game, um, which I pointed out that that's what the game script actually points to, even though I don't have Zeke written up. Zeke is a popular; it's going to be a super popular play as well this this week. We have two offensive tackles that are out and they're done for the season. And you also have a backup center in Joe Looney that's out. So um, if they sustain any more injuries to this offensive line, they are pretty much fucked, Um, which is might be part of the reason why you're seeing a lot more Dak Prescott than you are, Zeke Elliott, uh, based on those offensive line issues. They have to get that ball out um, and get it out quickly and and to be completely fair, they're not able to do it on the ground. They're able to do it more with Dak moving, um, moving the pocket and throwing downfield. So, yeah, yeah, it kind of goes like that. Not saying that Dak can't get it done, but uh, as far as trying to trust that in cash, I don't think so. Uh, we have Big Ben actually making an appearance this. So, uh, for like the first time this year, I believe. Um, and he's going against the Philadelphia Eagles, whose secondary is completely, uh, decimated by injury. So when you look at, when you look at Ben Roethlisberger and you see that he's going against the 16th ranked, uh, past DVOA, past defense DVOA, and ninth in points allowed to the quarterback position at 17.7 and 18.7 on DK, um, it's kind of a flawed number based on those injuries. Um and really kind of the opponents that they've faced. Uh that is the Eagles. So um oh, I actually haven't get, given you the price yet here. I gotta do that. Gotta do that, even though you can just fucking read it, but uh seventy four hundred thirty-one dollars. And 6600 good for 10th, 8th, and 7th. So this best price is actually over on uh, Um, So when you look at the Eagles and you're looking at their pass defense, this is why this is why the target sheet is important uh, to kind of look with the spreadsheet because the spreadsheet doesn't tell you who they've played before, but the target sheet does, right? So <clears throat> Eagles, four opponents, the Douche Canoes, the Rams, Bengals, and 49ers. Um douche canoes i mean it's it's haskins right um jerry doing well against jared goff they did decent against jared goff he didn't like explode on the slate but uh still had a good day i believe it was three touchdowns that he threw on that one um and i i find ben roethlisberger to be the more accomplished passer than jared goff and then he had the rookie and uh, Joe Burrow in week three, Joe Joe Burrow actually didn't do too bad. He had 300 yards. He just didn't get the touchdowns, right? So that was the tie game that they had. And then you have the San Francisco 49ers where it was just a shit show at quarterback last week. So, uh, but this is this is kind of goes back to why I was okay using Nick Mullins in a GPP on Yahoo um, and trying that out because that defense that. Defensive secondary is not good at all. So last but certainly not least, this is kind of the one that's doomed to fail, right? Because it's going to be high-owned, um, and the offense just hasn't shown it, right? And that's Daniel Jones for the New York Giants. 7,022 and 5,400, good for 16th, twenty-four, and 20th. So I get it. Cowboys pass defense, you know. Uh, defense has just been horrible against opponent passing games. Uh, We don't really need to go into the stats there. You can just see it every fucking week, right? Um, But like I said, the New York Giants offense just has not been getting it done. But I still, me, myself, and I want to cover my ass. If you're running one lineup, I wouldn't do this. Now, I run three, actually technically four, because I'm running uh, uh, a cash lineup, right? So um, I run 12 total lineups, four on FanDuel, four on DK, and four on Yahoo. So for me to not at least want to try this game out, And the only way that I'm going to do it is in a game stack because it's supposed to explode, right? So if I'm going to overblow any exposure, granted, there's a couple pieces that I really like, especially from the Dallas side. We'll get to them. Um, Then I'm going to run a lineup. But I can't run a lineup like that unless I put it in my write-up, right? I can't be one of these circle-jerk assholes that... Uh, tells you one thing and then goes and does another thing? No, not. I have intrigue on this. That's why I want to run one. Do you have to? Certainly not. Certainly not. But do understand that I do expect this to fail. But I want to cover my ass. Call it hedging, call it being, being a pussy about it. That's fine. I don't care. My my data, my thoughts and feelings on it are this can explode. But it can also go into a complete fucking train wreck and it can kill probably about 60% of a GPP. So I'm going to run one lineup out of my 12 and the rest are pretty much going to fade out a lot of this a lot of this game, but I will leave it open for your own interpretation on what you want to do there. Uh, Sunday Night Football options, we do have Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson uh, facing one another. Uh, This is going to be Yahoo only, of course, as it's included in the main slate for Sunday Night Football. $27 for Kirk Cousins, good for the 14th highest-priced quarterback, and then number one quarterback is actually Russell Wilson at 41 So, I mean, you can run Russell Wilson if you want. I'm probably going to hedge a little bit more towards the Kirk Cousins side uh, just because of the the price on there. Uh, I like his price so much that I actually might consider him in cash over on Yahoo as he comes in just slightly above – Bridgewater, and it's another game that's where it's expected to kind of shoot out. He's right in between Matt Ryan. He's actually right in between Matt Ryan and Bridgewater. So, I may actually go Kirk Cousins and Cash, get a little bit off some of that ownership because a lot of people fade out on that Sunday night football game, and they kind of just pick and choose one or another. So, um, I expect DK Metcalf to be high, Chris Carson to be high um, over on Yahoo, but... uh, I digress. So, um, definitely, definitely, if uh, if you're picking one of those two quarterbacks, I'm probably going Cousins over Wilson. Uh, that's not to say that it, if you're doing Showdown or Prime Time, that maybe you don't want to do Cousins or Will, uh, Cousins or Wilson over there. On um, the FanDuel or DK, but we'll get to that. I'll be in the SI chat uh, Sunday night, and we can talk about that. Running backs, cash. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is number one by price. Uh, seventy nine hundred thirty two dollars and 6800 good for fifth, third, and fifth. He is the only high-priced running back uh, that I will list in cash. Uh, a lot of people are thinking that this is going to be one of those doomed to fails, right? Facing a, But he's facing a defense's 30th in rush defense DVOA and 19th against running backs in the passing game and they're giving up the 30 they're last in the league in points allowed to the running back position. How can you not? How can you not consider CEH in this position? I think a lot of people are going to actually go to Patrick Mahomes and they're going to go to the passing game in here to be completely honest with you. Um and I can see it over there, but I'm going to put a little bit of trust in the rookie um, I don't know how much he's going to actually make my cash lineups because everything that I've been doing, um, has been having me use low, the lower priced running backs so I can go up at other positions, specifically tight end in cash this week. So, um, overall, I don't know if CEH is actually going to make it in my cash lineup, but I mean, you can try it and then you can kind of work down and build your lineup as it is. Um, but out of the high-priced ones, he he knocks it out of the fucking park. So I'm gonna put a little bit of trust in the kid. Put a little bit of trust in that kid. Uh, Mike Davis for Carolina is next at 6,800, 19, and 6,400. Good for 11th, 17th, and 10th. Uh, so definitely on Yahoo, he is priced incredibly well. Uh, Falcons are 12th in DVOA rush defense, but they're 21st against running backs in the passing game, which is where. Davis really makes his, makes his hay. Uh, there are also 19th of points allowed to the position, and he should be incredibly involved in the game script no matter how it develops. Whether or not Carolina's is ahead or behind, Mike Davis is going to be involved. That's why in cash, I'm thinking I'm leaning more a little bit Mike Davis than I am Teddy Bridgewater. Now, I expect that there might actually be a pairing in here or... That we're going to start, we're going to see some of these uh, more GPP ish lineups where you're going to see the quarterback, running back, and one of the wide receivers. I'm expecting that this weekend. I really am. So, and I actually wrote it up too. I would use Mike Davis before Teddy and Cash so I could pay up for Kyler Murray to be truthful. Next on the list, we got James Robinson. Uh, the undrafted rookie for the Jacksonville Jaguars, been having a pretty decent season, uh, 6,600, 25, and 6,700, good for 13th, 8th, and six, and it's actually pretty amazing. He is actually averaging points right now that are very close to what we need for our 3X. So, But Houston can't stop the run, and uh, they're 29th in rush, DV, rush defense DVOA and 30th in points against the running back position. Uh, main reason that I'm not on Uncle Rico this r- weekend is because of James Robinson. And he is getting the major he's getting so many of the touches that he's pretty much made uh Chris Thompson uh non existent. James Robinson is my lock it in for cash. <clears throat> Last but certainly not least, we have one Antonio Gibson of the Washington uh douche canoes. Uh, L.A. can't stop the running back position as their 28th in rush DV- defense DVOA and 22nd against RB in the passing game, which Gibson has gotten more involved in as the weeks have gone by. I'm going to have to pull up Washington here. Shall we? This pretty much is, you know, from last week to this week. But, um, yeah. So... Two targets in week one, two targets in week two, three targets in week three, and he had five targets in week four, and he can fucking explode. Um, He did a lot of damage against the Ravens. He just didn't get the, uh, I don't think, yeah, he did get a touchdown. He didn't really run very well, but you don't usually run very well against the Ravens anyways. Uh, But with Gibson here in a matchup against the Rams, he's definitely going to be heavily involved here. Uh, You have a new quarterback in Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson loves dumping off to the running back. Uh, This is basically the same offense that he ran in Carolina with Ron Rivera and the uh, OC, uh, fuck, North Turner's kid, Scott Turner. So uh, definitely a nice little punt option here, especially if you want to run three of Mike Davis, James Robinson, and Antonio Gibson. Uh, I don't think it's a bad idea. Then he can pay up elsewhere. GPP, Kenny and Drake or Chase Edmonds? <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it. I'm not going to repeat it. GPP, I'm looking at Chase Edmonds, not Kenny and Drake. Uh, Chase Edmonds at 5915 15, and 4,700. Good for 25th, 32nd, and 30th. This is a complete punt option uh, with some value. As I do expect uh, Chase Edmonds to actually get a little bit more involved in the running game. Uh, as he's definitely heavily involved in the passing game, more than Kenyon Drake, of course, who's getting absolutely nothing here. So maybe if I clicked on Arizona instead of Atlanta, how about that? So, I mean, he's not getting that many carries, so you're looking at more in the pass offense. Uh, Five targets, four, two, and six. It's a dangerous, dangerous game. Um, but he has scored two touchdowns, one against the 49ers, one against the Panthers. And I think he can do it here against the Jets. But uh, I wouldn't go all in on that, um, but it's definitely available to you. All right. So <clears throat> next on the list, we have Raheem Mostert and Jerick McKinnon. Okay. Miami is 31st in rush defense DVOA and 30th uh, against Arby's in the passing game. Allow and they are twenty third and points allowed to the RB position. Here's what you can do because this is, I believe, this is a later game, if I'm not mistaken. Because I think this is in San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, this is in San Francisco. So, um so here's what you can do if you're going to use if you're thinking about it because Mostert hasn't technically. Be, been cleared he's supposed to be a game time decision so what you would do is you would actually install Raheem Mostert then while you know the early games are going on and the teams are practi- the teams in the late games are practicing we'll know if Mostert's playing or not if he's playing great you can leave it alone if he's not then you can pivot to Jarek McKinnon as a direct pivot option uh, 65 go uh, we'll here Mostert Mostert to McKinnon on FanDuel at 6,500 down to 6,400 on Yahoo it's $25 down to 20 and then over on DK at 6,100 to 5,800. So it's basically minimum Um, as far as the price difference. You wouldn't have to, I mean, you can, you can use those savings if you have somebody else in a later game that you really wanted to get onto, but um, pretty much if you're installing Mostert, you have the lineup that you like and you're using a San Francisco running back um, to get a little bit different from the guys that are using cash. So uh, last but certainly not least on the regular main is Mark Ingram. This is going to be dangerous. Uh, Bengals, 21st in rush defense DVOA, 22nd in points allowed to the position. Uh, it's very dangerous because this could be a Gus Edwards week. Um but if Lamar Jackson is really having knee issues, I don't know how much they're really gonna ask him to use his legs and run. So this is it's a it's a really super dangerous play. But I mean if you look at the price, sixty one hundred, twenty two, and fifty four hundred, good for twenty first, thirteenth, and twentieth. Everything does line up for Mark Ingram. But I think what we're looking here is that we need the Bengals to actually play along here. Uh, I don't like a lot of Bengals this week, so um, it kind of is what it is. It's dangerous. You don't have to use it. Remember, it's your money. If you want to do it, you can. But it's just a word of caution. On Yahoo, Sunday Night Football option. Chris Carson talked about him earlier. $28. uh, Good for 6 I like him in the spot, 24th-ranked DVOA rush defense, 20th in points allowed to the RB position. Uh, Carson has been getting more involved uh, this year in the passing game, and I like Carson a lot more because he's way cheaper, of course, than Russell Wilson. You're saving about $13 on it. So um, I can see him get another two touchdowns in this spot. He is good for cash of playing on Yahoo in my period, uh, in my opinion, as a top-end pay-up option. Uh, he's even better than Clyde Edwards Alaire, in my opinion. Wide receivers. Ooh, I gotta check my time here. Where are we sitting at? Ooh, thirty four minutes. We gotta get moving here. Promise my daughter I wouldn't take over an hour. Uh wide receiver. So we'll go, th- we'll go through these quick. Uh DeAndre Hopkins. Eighty seven hundred, thirty seven, and seventy nine hundred. Good for first across the board. Uh if it's a get right game for Kyler Murray, then DeAndre Hopkins is definitely gonna be available or one of the reasons uh he is the top pass option by far and fucking away. I, I wouldn't fuck with another wide receiver on on this team to be completely honest with you unless DeAndre Hopkins had the worst matchup possible and something was better at wide receiver 2 or in the slot. So Jets are 28th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1. Even though they're uh 12th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Uh no one in the Jets secondary can cover him and He apparently is fully recovered from the injury that happened last week. I believe it was an ankle. So uh, Hopkins is available. Otherwise, just go ahead and run Kyler naked. Calvin Ridley is next. Uh, It's going to be a super popular option against the Panthers. Um, Panthers are fourth in points allowed to the wide receivers, but 20th in DVOA versus wide receiver two. Uh, Expect a high-volume game. That's why Calvin Ridley is available here. Uh, Julio is banged up. And leaning towards him not playing, which means more targets. And Calvin is superior to any defensive back that Carolina uses to cover him. Eighty three hundred, thirty four, and seventy five hundred, good for second, second, and second. Uh, I think you'd be a fool not to consider Calvin Ridley in cash. Next, we have his DJ Shark for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Seven thousand twenty two and sixty five hundred, good for ninth, fifteenth, and ninth. That is a fantastic price over on Yahoo. Uh, Texans are four, 13th in points allowed to the wide re- receiver position, but 23rd in DVOA versus wide receiver ones. And after last week uh, against Minnesota, I don't give a shit if, if Bradley, who Bradley Roby is covering uh, because he just got torched by a white boy, and I lose all respect for your coverage skills. Plain and simple. Next on the list, we have Will Fuller for Houston, 6619 19, and 6,600. Good for 12th, 22nd, and 8th. Uh, more of a cash play on Yahoo because of cost. That's where I would consider Will Fuller in cash. The other two would probably be more um, GBP, to be completely honest with you. It's a slightly difficult matchup for Fuller, but if Watson's going to produce, we need him. We need his main wide receiver target to be involved. and He can get it done versus uh, Trey Herndon and a defense that is 16th and points allowed to the wide receiver position. Devontae Parker, Miami Dolphins, sixty-four hundred, nineteen 19, and 5,800. Good for 15th, 22nd, and 18th. This is Fitzpatrick's main guy. I do expect Jason Verrett to, co- to follow him around uh, because the 49er secondary is decimated by injury. Uh, but the Dolphins will be wise to shift him around, which they will. Um, and you do know that Ryan Fitzpatrick is not afraid to get it to him in tight spots, even stupid double coverage spots. So, Jamison Crowder. 6,300, 13, and 5,800, good for 16th, fifty-six, and 20th. I stated it in, in here. He's severely mispriced um, on Yahoo at $3 above minimum price. I do not like Joe Flacco, um, but if you're going to try and punt with a Jets wide receiver, the best guy to do it with is Jamison Crowder out of the slot. Robbie Anderson, is, oh, I should actually mention this to maybe I'll wait till the end. I'll wait till the end. I'll wait till the end. Never mind. Robbie Anderson, sixty-two hundred twenty-one and fifty-nine hundred. Good for sixty. Uh, good for eighteenth, eighteenth, and eighteenth. It's uh, going to be super popular here as the Teddy B crowd looks for a pairing uh, tomorrow. But uh, it's hard to argue against it since the Falcons are twenty-third in points allowed to the position and in twenty-fourth in DVOA versus wide receiver two. Uh He's cheaper than DJ Moore on uh, Fanduel and DK. He's more expensive than DJ Moore on Yahoo. So Yahoo, DJ Moore actually becomes more of the cash game play based on price. They're getting targeted roughly the same. Okay, DJ Moore just has not been getting uh, most of the receptions, but they but but they're almost dead even in targets. Okay. DJ Moore has to score a touchdown at some point. So I don't even mind if you want to pivot to DJ Moore in your cash game lineups since he is in just as good of a spot. And we'll get to him in the GPP section here. So uh, the only wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys that I actually like um, where you can get exposure to the game without overexposing yourself to the game is CeeDee Lamb. Uh, 5,900, 21, and 6,000. Good for 23rd, 18th, and 16th. He's still priced way too far down on FanDuel, especially. Um, But he is my favorite. Giants have had major issues with the slot wide receiver. This is where Cooper Cup came last week. Um, So they are 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus, which is CeeDee Lamb, uh, since he's the third target, and is 20th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. Um, I would have liked Amari Cooper here, but he's going to be covered by James Bradbury most of the time when he's not, when he doesn't move inside, uh, to the slot from time to time, right? They interchange. So, uh, for Amari Cooper's price, I'm not going to pay for him versus James Bradbury. If you choose to, that's fine. Um, it'd be really contrarian because I'm sure a lot of people are actually looking at it the way that I'm looking at it. Um, and don't want to attack the the best corner on New York Giants, and he's been pretty good. But uh, with the target volume that Amari has gotten too, I can definitely see taking a shot there. Darius Slayton is next. He's more of a cash last GPP. As Golden Tate is a safer cash play. Uh, Fifty eight hundred, nineteen, and forty eight hundred. Good for twenty fourth, twenty second, and thirty sixth. Um, I did say, though, if you wanted to get sassy, Slayton has had targets of 9, 6, 7, and 7 each week and faces a defense that is 25th versus the wide receiver 1 in DVOA and 31st in points allowed to the position as a whole. Uh, Giants should be playing from behind most of the game, I would expect. So I would expect no less than the 7 targets in this game. And he has a lot of upside versus uh, cornerback Daryl Worley, if they care to have him continue to cover him. Um, But Slayton can beat any of those corners. We've seen it. They've been getting burned every year or every week, I should say. So Deontay Johnson, this one's a little tricky, right? So it's 5,800, 18, and 5,600, good for 24th, 28th, and 22nd. Uh, He's Big Ben's favorite target, faces the defense's 23rd versus wide receiver twos and 19th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Is uh, probably going to get uh, cornerback Darius Slay gives me a little bit of pause, um, but they can have him overcome that matchup by moving him around the field, which I expect him to do. Move him in the slot every once in a while, switch it out with Juju uh, Smith Schuster. So he is pretty he is pretty safe. Uh, he did clear concussion protocol uh, before what would have been last week's game, uh, so he is fully healthy. We don't have to worry about that there. Um, but I definitely understand. If you don't want to face Darius Lee, you don't have to. You don't have to put the play in. I i wouldn't force it if you don't feel it, okay? Golden Tate, 5,500, 18, and 4,600, good for 34th, 28th, and 45th. So it's a hell of a value here. Uh, he's been safe for at least five targets each week and has had And, uh, and oh, my God, I didn't even write in Dallas here. Uh, and Dallas has had issues with slot ride, wide receivers all season. Uh, they're 27th versus wide receiver twos, and we'll have cornerback uh, Jordan Lewis covering him. Uh, Tate should be able to own that matchup. So a pretty safe play there. If you want a little bit more upside, um, it would definitely be uh, Slayton if you want to think about Odell Beckham and uh, DK Metcalf, those type of players. Kendrick Bourne. San Francisco, 5,200, 12, and 4,200. Good for 45th, 65th, and 56th. These are the value guys in case you decide to pay up, Uh, especially over on GPPs. I know you guys like to have some of these guys uh, available. Uh, Dolphins have been bad versus the wide receiver plus, which he is because you have who Debo, and Ayuk there. Uh, 25th ranked DVOA. Slot wide receivers have been a pain in the ass for Miami and have uh, helped them earn a 25th ranked uh, DVP versus wide receivers as a whole. That's points allowed. Uh, He's had at least five targets in each game this season, so he's worked with all the quarterbacks. We get Jimmy G back this year or this week, so uh, definitely, definitely consider him. So, okay, here we go. We got two. Uh, really super value guys here in Olamide Zakisis for the Atlanta Falcons at forty eight hundred ten and three thousand, good for seventy second, seventy fifth, and eighty three. Um, Zakisis is only available in cash if Julio Jones is out, and I would say that would probably be the same even in GPP. You wouldn't want to take a look there if Julio is playing. He is a speedy guy he can get behind the Carolina Defenders to score a quick TD. So if you want, you know, uh, high upside risk play, but you're paying virtually nothing for it, take a look at Zakisis, especially if you want exposure to that game uh, and you're not uh, overexposed to that game. Uh, somebody had brought it up to me about... um. Fuck, i got to pull it up. The slot receiver for Atlanta. I'm brain farting. This is what happens when you get old and you're tired as fuck. Uh, Somebody had asked me about Russell Gage. I'm coming off of Russell Gage, even though I do understand that Carolina has been poor against the slot wide receivers. uh, His target share has gone way down. Um, The third game, of course, is the one where he actually got the head injury. Uh, but it went 12, 9, and 3. Now, he came back healthy against the Packers, and you can actually attack the Packers with the slot wide receiver. Um, but he still only got three fucking targets. If I don't know if they just completely lost interest in the fucking game or what it is. But, um, yeah, this whole thing with Carolina sucking against uh, slot wide receivers, Let's take a look at who they played again here. So they went against the Raiders, the Buccaneers, the Chargers, and the Cardinals. Well, the Cardinals didn't do shit. Chargers, that's fucking Keenan Allen. That's Keenan Allen with uh, his boo, Justin Herbert, who's just tossing the shit out of it. Buccaneers would have been... Either Scotty Miller or it would have been uh, uh, Chris Godwin. Let's see if that was a Chris Godwin game. Yeah, that was when Chris Godwin was out. So they're looking at a slot wide receiver. No, that's the one where Scotty Miller failed. He had three targets for two. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're looking at. Um, that's really ridiculous. I don't know why everybody's looking at Russell Gage. Interesting. Where's the Raiders? Let's see what the Raiders did here in week one. Hunter Renfro, two targets, two receptions. They went completely outside. And Waller, interesting, interesting, interesting. So I'd almost bet everybody's banking on this fucking Keenan Allen game. Yeah, see, so Keenan Allen in week three had 19 targets, 13 receptions uh, for 132 yards and a touchdown. Everybody's gravitating to that. So I would tell you absolutely without question, fade Russell Gage. Fade Russell Gage. I'd rather use fucking Hayden Hurst. I, Hayden Hurst was the last cutout uh at tight end. So um all right. So last but certainly not least, uh Travis Fulgham of the Philadelphia Eagles, he was on he was on Detroit. He went to Green Bay for like a day. Uh, and then ended up over on the Philadelphia practice squad where they pulled him up last week, right? And he scored a, he scored a touchdown, forty five hundred ten and 3,000, good for 175th and 83rd. He is bare minimum price on all three sites. So I have no idea where he can be listed as a wide receiver, right? When I look at DVOA, is he wide receiver one, the wide receiver two, or a wide receiver plus because of all the injuries? I don't think it matters here. Uh, Steelers past defense is 28th and points allowed to the wide receiver position. Uh, since their opponents are basically always playing from behind, uh, what is happening here? And I, this is what I've looked at. This is why I'm using Fulgham over another guy that I'm going to talk about here. Okay. So Fulgham's a speedster. It's, you know, hit or miss on whether or not he's going to get it. You're, bare, you're paying bare, min- bare minimum price, right? So the question really did come down, and it was funny because I, uh, 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 my buddy Dean asked me about Jeff Smith or had said something about Jeff Smith, you know, as a punt. I actually looked at Fulgham versus Jeff Smith for the Jets because I have a lot of interest in Jeff Smith, um, over there for just opportunity share, but then Joe Flacco happened, right? So Joe Flacco is what's killing me on Jeff Smith. I can't trust Joe Flacco after seeing what happened in Denver last year and the end of his career uh, time in Baltimore. I'm not trusting Joe Flacco to get that ball down to Jeff Smith. Even in a game against, especially in a game against Arizona where, you know, I'm I'm a Patrick Peterson hater but only with elite top-end wide receivers, not little piddly, you know, undrafted guys or low-end guys. That's a mistake. They asked Carson Wentz about Travis Fulgham this week, and he had responded to the question with him and Fulgham had a good rapport in practice and they were working on stuff together. So he has Carson Wentz's eye. That's huge with backups. This is what happened with Rogers last year and why I was on top of Lazard. If the quarterback calls you out by name in interviews, if everything that comes out of his mouth is positive about you and it doesn't come, out, come off as bullshit, I'm going to take a shot on you. You don't have to trust this for cash. You can use it in GPP. In fact, some of you assholes that are going into that, doing that stupid millionaire maker where, the, you know, the guy with the longest touchdown, Fulgham would be my guy. I'll give that to you. All right, GPP. Let's round this out here quick. Um, GPP, take a look at Tyreek Hill at eighty two hundred, twenty-eight, 28, uh, 6,900. Good for third, seventh, and eight, uh, fifth. Uh, the Raiders are 19th in DVOA versus wide receiver one. Uh, they have incredible amount of injuries, including their top two safeties, I believe it was, that are completely gone. He has yet to have one of those huge Tyreek the Freak Hill games, right? This could be the week. So, I want to have at least one share in one of my lineups. Especially a lineup that does not include, you know, Clyde edwards or Um so this would be kind of my my pivot option there. We do know that he can score. He has been consistent all year. But he just hasn't popped off. Hardman had a pop-off touchdown, but we haven't seen Hill have his usual have one of his, you know, 150-yard plus plus two touchdowns. Could be this week. The data shows that it lines up. We do know that Tyreek Hill outside of maybe Sammy Watkins is the most heavily targeted wide receiver uh for the Kansas City Chiefs. But I will say this, actually now that I think about it, I will say this, you could use Hill you could use Hill and Clyde Edwards-Alaire because it would make sense if Hill got the big game in there and then Kansas City would just decide, you know, let's get let's get the rookie some runs and just pound it against this uh, uh, shitty run defense. So I guess they can be paired together. Juju Smith-Schuster, this would be the pivot off Deontay as the Eagles are 11th versus the wide receiver one, uh, but he'll be in the slot versus... Uh, Nickel Roby Coleman, who's just been getting fucking smoked this year out of the slot, so I kind of like Smith Schuster a little bit more than Deontay Johnson to be completely honest with you. But like I said, Deontay Johnson is Ben Roethlisberger's guy. Uh, Smith Schuster is seventy three hundred twenty seven and sixty seven hundred. Uh, he's good for sixth, eighth, and seventh, so he's rather high priced for that for that pivot option. DJ Moore, we went over this. He's the same as Robbie Anderson. He's just not getting the catches. Um, so he is a cash slash GPP play. Like I said, you can pivot to him in cash if you want lower, or lower ownership. Uh, I'll allow it. So what do we got here? Brandon Ayuk. I'm probably going to include Brandon Ayuk every time that he decides to rip off a touchdown here. uh <clears throat> But this could be a dud if the running game gets going uh, early and often. Uh, really blows the doors uh, off Miami. Uh, 5,600, 17, and 5,200, good for 29th, 33rd, and 28th. So I'd be careful with that one, especially if you're using um, the San Francisco running game. Randall Cobb rounds out the regular main at 5,100, 14, and 4,600. Good for 51st, 46th, and 45th. Uh, He's a cheaper option than Will Fuller and is actually in a better spot versus defense that is 29th in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus. And he will have cornerback DJ Hayden covering him, uh, which people have just been burning that Jacksonville uh, slot corner spot all year. So he can keep it up here. He can keep it up here, but I just can't trust him enough because Will Fuller gets most of the targets, so. Ah, uh, Sunday Night Football options. Of course, what you have for Minnesota, you have both Thielen and Jefferson available. Thielen at thirty dollars; he's the fifth highest-priced wide receiver. Uh, Justin Jefferson, cash uh, viable, more, or more of a cash viable option at twenty dollars. Uh, good for twentieth. So then, when you look at the Seattle side, you have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and David Moore. Um, I like DK Metcalf over Tyler Lockett and Cash because uh, he has a better matchup overall. Uh, But I don't hate Lockett for GPPs. Now, David Moore um, is a good option uh, based on just price alone, and he actually has a pretty damn good matchup here. Um, Let me point this out. Now, Minnesota actually got a safety back. I think it was Ioka is coming back, but. He wasn't all, playing all that great either, so I'm not too scared about it. Um, If I could fucking find this. Here we go. Uh, so David Moore will be going against the 30th ranked uh, DVOA uh, pass defense versus wide receiver pluses. Uh, We know the DVP, they're ninth in the league. So uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are both $31 on Yahoo, good for third overall. Uh, Like I said, I would use DK before Tyler Lockett. Uh, But if you want to get some savings and get some exposure, look at David Moore at $15, good for 41st. Oh, I should actually add to that... um, If I go back to Philadelphia here real quick, the Eagles actually activated a wide receiver, and it was Quez Watkins that is actually activated. So um, this comes off of the uh, deactivation of Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Quez Watkins I don't think is actually available. I'm just typing in the thing just to see if he comes up. Oh, he is actually available. Uh, Quez Watkins, he would be the same as uh, Fulgum, where he'd be minimum price across the board, of course, uh, all the way across. So, I, do I like Quez Watkins? I like Quez Watkins as a player, uh, but if you got the rapport with the quarterback, I'd rather go Fulgum. I think some people are going to get tricked into using that Quez Watkins play. All right, tight ends. This will be quick. Um, cash I'm paying up for either George Kittle or Darren Waller. George Kittle comes in at 7,100, 28, and uh, 6,600. Good for third, first, and first. I think he's worth the payup in a spot against the uh, Miami Dolphins uh, and Eric Rowe. He's going to get peppered with fucking targets from uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm good there. Otherwise, take a look at Darren Waller. As it's not the best matchup on paper, uh, it's the 7th in defense versus tight end, and 15th in points allowed to the tight end position, but the Raiders are going to have to throw on Carr. Focuses a shit ton of targets towards Waller when they get really behind. So uh, he's basically a security blanket, so I don't mind saving on Kittle and going to Waller as well at six thousand eight hundred twenty and 5,900. Good for 4th, 6th, and 4th. Uh but if you do want to have a pay down option, the only one that I really have is Eric Ebron of the Pittsburgh Steelers at fifty one hundred fourteen and four thousand. Uh good for sixteenth, fourteenth, and sixteenth. Um like I said, I like I said, with Eric Ebron, I would rather pay up in cash for Kittle or Waller this week. Um, but I cannot deny a spot that Ebron is is in versus the Eagles who are the new uh, Arizona Cardinals because they're thirty second in DVOA versus tight ends and they're thirtieth in points allowed to the position, so good spot to attack if you want to pay down its position. and At least look at him in GPPs. GPP uh, guys here we have Tyler Higby. It's uh, six thousand twenty two and fifty six hundred, good for six fourth and six. Uh, really like Higby spot here versus Duschenes. So they're thirty first in tight end DVOA and twenty ninth in points, so it's kind of like Eagles. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you, how he would say it because they're like right next to each other. So, apparently, something between you know I ninety five between Philly and um, uh, uh, Washington, uh, there's something wrong there because Baltimore is actually shitty against tight ends too. So that whole I ninety five corridor right in there, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing, but it's pretty shitty. Uh, GPP, Evan Ingram, uh, rounds out the Giants at fifty five hundred fifteen and 4,600, good for 11th, 13th and 12th. Uh, he's been getting the targets, but just hasn't been doing anything with them. Uh, Cowboys are 22nd in DVOA defense versus tight end 28th in points allowed to the position. Uh, tight ends have been getting the job done each of the last three weeks and he has no competition for tight end targets. So Sunday night fall options, there are none. So that moves us to cash and we're going to go real quick here. Uh, Four four defenses in cash here. L.A. Rams, uh, 5,015 and 4,000 good for first, tenth, and third. So definitely on Yahoo, Um, you're going to try and attack Kyle Allen there. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers against the Eagles and their injured offensive line. Uh, I'll keep attacking Philadelphia until uh, they prove that uh, defenses can attack them consistently. Uh, forty-four hundred, twenty and 3,800, good for sixth, third, and fifth. Still too low. They should have been top defense this week. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Raiders have banged-up offensive line and have been prone to turnovers as well. Chiefs should be playing from ahead, which means more chances for INTs. 4,300, 16, and 3,500, good for seventh, ninth, and eighth, so it's a really good price there. Uh, Arizona Cardinals come in last here at forty-two hundred, nineteen and 4,100. Good for eighth, fifth, and second. So it's probably fade over there, but I would definitely look on Fanduel. Uh, it's Joe Flacco at quarterback. That's All you need to know. Uh, GPP, or otherwise known as the cheap defensive Pun- place for cash. Uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys. To be completely honest with you, I mean it's it really is a GPP defense, right? Uh, thirty five hundred, twelve, and thirty one hundred, good for eighteenth, sixteenth, and eleventh. It's about as low as you can really get. But like I said, it's more of a I trust the Giants' offense less than I trust the Cowboys' defense play. Uh, proceed with caution. But I do think, um, I do think, if you if you don't believe in that Giants' offense really getting the job done against the Cowboys, man, play the fucking play that fucking defense i mean nobody said that we had to play all the fucking offensive players and i mean really think about it buck them if they can't take a joke i'm out thanks for your time everybody